Hey there, stranger. Come sit a while as I prepare my spells for the day. What you're about to hear is part two of a special series. And if you kind folk want plum more like it, you can find all secrets and more on a $5 tier of our Patreon, patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. Now, in fact, perhaps you came here for more than just secrets. All you could imagine and more await just a few clicks away. Tomes of forbidden knowledge, long hidden away in deep caves and sacred valleys, could be yours. Powers over the elements, over spirits, over the very fleeting time we have on this old rock are only precious moments away from drawing out the unanswerable truths of your being. And for every bit of your tithe we collect, will our roots grow deeper and you too can carve your name among our branches. Every jiggle jiggle and every fold is appreciated. And if you want to stay up to date with the winds and the house, follow us on our social media. That's at Quid Roll on Twitter and at QPR Podcast on Instagram. Or join us for a spell in our free Discord, bit.ly forward slash Goblin Discord. ring of protection and destroying the jewelry vendor's entire life uh Xerxes wanders on back to Stormhoof and you guys uh figure out what you're doing next Stormhoof do you ever get the feeling like someone's judging you constantly like almost like they're looking at your whole life and they're they're feeling like they thought it would go a different way like they always told you life was going to be this way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking about. It's weird. I I just got this, like, it was almost like a chill down my spine of someone judging me so tremendously. I don't understand mm. it. I thought I was doing a nice thing for this ring vendor. But let's, let's get to these deer hooves because I feel very good about this. I've got, I've got a trail and I'm following it. And I think we're going to get there in no time. Two. What? What's your trail? Well, it's I can hear through the ground. There's some deer hooves, and they're off in this direction. Okay. Just seems like there's a lot of interfering noise. There is a lot of interfering noise. Two hours <laughs> and several ground checks later. Uh, Xerxes leads Stormhoof into a section of town 
where there are several animal pens with animals waiting to be either shipped or sent to various marketplaces or etc. And there is a pen that is full of goats. And Xerxes is like, oh no. Hmm. Seems like your signal got a little muddled there. Well, I thought I'd... Look, there's not a whole lot of things in a city like this that sound like deer hooves, but... Well, how, how much experience do you have with a city like this? None. Well, well none at all, so that is, that is a factor, certainly. Hmm. Well, how much experience do you have with a city like this? I have none, but I also was not sitting here saying, Oh, in a city like this, there can only be so many of these. Well, all right. Let's let's be perfectly clear here. I may not know the city very well, but Barnabas has been telling us quite a bit about Alita's adventures, and that has given me a much broader understanding of the world at large. Do, all right. Do you? So basically, basically, we're at ground zero here. Like, we got to start all over. Well, I thought I was tracking deer this whole time, and I guess I was tracking goats. You were dearly mistaken. Blah. Maybe we're going about this the wrong way. It, maybe we should be looking in a more rural area. Maybe Barnabas arrived and fled from all the noise. Bah. No, we were very close to where Barnabas had initially sent his last message. I don't fully understand it. I wouldn't have expected him to get this far so soon, honestly. What if he was under the city? Oh. Well, now that is what an idea. What if we were right on top of him? And then me listening to the ground, of course I might hear him, but then I might be hearing something else. Sounds like we need to get into the sewers. Hmm. Uh, I, of course, know what sewers are because I've read books about this mundane world and its cities. <laughs> Stole them from Alden. No, no. Um, well, my understanding is that to get underground, all we need to do is find a cave, and we'll be there in no time. So, as you guys are having this conversation, you uh, hear a like little scuffling feet as a dwarvish woman uh, carrying several baskets and sounding very, very harried is like bustling around and appears to be trying to like get around where you guys are. I excuse, pardon. Can we help you with something? Sorry, I I have to get these these missives uh, over over there. Uh, my my mistress it, it, our feed late to the masquerade, and I need to get this over to Lord Vermilion very quickly. Oh, we'll help you here. Uh, hand uh, hand me just a armful there, and we'll we'll get there lickety split. Really? Th thank you. That's very kind of you. Um, that's what yes. he calls his lick portals. <laughs> the lickety splits. I mean, that <laughs> makes sense. That's, that's very kind. She sort of loads up a uh, storm hoof like a pack mule. Hey, yeah. I'm sorry, your friend offered. Well, wow. no, I offered to carry some. So I here, storm hoof. I'll take all of that. And uh, Xerxes right. picks up everything that was loaded onto storm hoof and just like wraps it all up in his arms and is holding it as if it were nothing. I can't tell you guys how grateful I am. See, my mistress is responding to the part the RSVP late, and 
So she sent a couple of gifts to Lord Vermillion to apologise for the lateness of the RSVP. And, uh, well, boy, I had to be the one to go do it, you know? Oh, certainly. I I know how important it can be to get into a party. There's, there's after all, there's nothing better in life than to find a little time to settle down and throw just an absolutely bananas party. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you would think any of these parties are necessarily bananas. The nobles are a, you know. What's a banana? Oh, it's a sort of, it's like a, like a yellowish sort of, well. Snake. (laughs) (laughs) It's, um, I'll show you a drawing sometime. I'm having trouble describing it in polite company. (laughs) Solid. So you guys are going to start making your way through the city. So what brings you all to Tinkerhaven? You don't appear to be locals. What makes you say that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, I haven't introduced you. Uh, This is Joey, my talking goat. Hi. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) He's got... Who's talking? He's he's currently got bronchitis, so he's talking a little weird. Bah. Oh, there you are, Joey. Hey, hey guys. Hey, yeah. Oh. So you're not local, huh? We're looking for a friend of ours. Are they... Are they... Local? No. Well, they, uh, well, they were local. Um, they were local. They were here to. Uh, I, I don't recall exactly what they were here for. They were looking for things, and then they were meeting people, and then they were looking for more things, and then they were getting mad about something. And honestly, it's all very complicated. To be frank with you, that just kind of sounds like everybody in Tinkerhaven looking for something, meeting people, mad about it. I just see knees. And grass. Bah. (laughs) Joey's a goat of few words. If you could tell me their knees, I might be able to find them. Bah. (laughs) (laughs) We we suspect that they might be underneath the city. Never been there. (laughs) You think you could try and find them? Nobody Uh, goes underneath the city. I mean, there's nothing really there except for poo, trash, and monsters. Well, now, my my dear sister is a bit of an adventurer, so she might very well be down there hunting monsters. It's hard to say for sure. Adventurer's a little bit a dime a dozen. I don't, I don't know if that necessarily means she's, uh, she'd survive being down there. Well, dime a dozen adventurers may be here or there, but... None quite like my sister. They are. They're here and there. One could argue they're everywhere. Believe me, from what she told us about her friends, uh, they probably, they're such a shit show, they probably would fit right in in the sewers. Oh, then maybe it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Heh, <laughs> <Bah. laughs> So you guys are going to come up to the manor of uh, Vermilion Aether Twine, which, if you recall, had that weird fancy electric fence. 
Uh, she's gonna open the gate and walk up. You guys are going to see dozens of servants coming in and out of the place, carrying various baskets of food and candlesticks and decorations and flowers. It looks like it's setting up almost for a wedding. Oh, well, this will be quite the party indeed. Oh, it's the most exclusive party of the year. Uh, Lord Vermilion invites nobles, royalty, anybody he finds particularly interesting. Royalty, you say? So, yeah. so if someone were a prince, they, they would likely be able to obtain an invitation. Crown Prince Boris gets invited, like, every year. And, and what of plus ones, Xerxes says, side-eyeing Stormhoof? I'm not sure. I've never been to one of these. Well, but you're delivering the missives. Are you not? Is that not something that's very important and needs doing and therefore puts you in a position of authority? You're definitely new around here, aren't you? You've got doing to walk the with confidence. That, doing yeah. the jobs that need to get done doesn't mean you have any power for doing them. But if you stopped doing the jobs that needed to get done... The people in power wouldn't have anyone to support them. And if I stopped doing the job, I'd also stop getting paid and I wouldn't be able to eat. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't tell me you're reliant on this terrible, terrible physical currency as well. As opposed to what? What? Dreams! <laughs> There's so many things that are so much more valuable than... Lumps of metal that have been shaped. I'm sorry, that have been what? Shaped. They're... Shaped. They're not good enough to be lumps of metal. You all have to do these weird melting and pressing and putting people's faces on them. It's all so strange. I'm not very fond of it. Anyway, can we get an invitation to this party? Yes. I yes, I'd very much I like that. Well, I've got no control over that. You'd have to talk to, I don't know, someone important like the butler or hmm. the lord of the house. I've got an idea. You say lots of important dignitaries come to these parties. They do indeed. Though, let's, okay. let's, let's find the butler. Yes, I'd like to meet this butler. Uh, sure. Uh, I'm going to be taking these missives, this missive to him and these gifts, uh, It'll be uh, right this way. All right. Joey. Uh, wait, that was, that was his name? Yeah, right? Joey. Joey the don't, no, no, no. No, just, you're, it's like a Pokemon. You just say his name now. <laughs> Joey. 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 Joey, <laughs> no, Joey uh, bites um, Xerxes on, on the knee. It's, hey. Hey. Down, down here. Yes. You dealing in dreams? No, dreams and not in not not on my turf. People count on me for that. Excuse me. <laughs> that's that's my that's my business. I deal in dreams. Your business is dealing in dream you're the Tinker Haven dream dealer. Bah. <laughs> Xerxes narrows his eyes at Joey. Well, it's how he narrows his eyes right back. Well, it's not like that's the only thing I deal in, but also what a weird market to corner. It's 
got a lot of things you can do being a sheep. Thought you were a goat. Sheep goat. <laughs> a <Bah>. shoat. <laughs> a shoat. <laughs> right, right as you guys are, are saying this, there's um these long human legs wearing swim trunks and the upper body of a fish <laughs> comes walking up and uh like just rudely like pushes by Xerxes and is like <laughs> hey are you the are you the are you the THDD? I are you talking to me? Oh, no, I'm talking to this dream goat. You the THDD? <laughs> yeah. I've been looking uh, I've been looking everywhere for the Tinkerhaven dream dealer. Please please man, give me some dreams. <laughs> This is a very dark world we've started. Give me some goddamn dreams, man. <laughs> nah, you ain't you ain't paid up in the last six times. Dude, I got I got I got things this time. I got things here. Here, take this. And he supplies a exact copy of the ring Xerxes bought. Nah. Oh, Come on, man. I'll do anything. Dude, Come on, I'll, I'll comb your hair. <laughs> this guy will comb your hair. Look at his hair. It's well combed. He's probably good at it. I'm gonna roll for that. It's quaffed. It's quaffed. You got so much fur, man. You need to get combed. Think nah. about it. Wool. You got so much wool, man. You probably don't need to comb that. Shit. Wait. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. We're on Patreon. Shit. Look, man. <laughs> Look, man. Joey, Joey, like, gets gets like real close and like steps on his foot really hard so he's like forced down onto one knee and then like bites onto like the 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 like a whisker coming off of the the fish face and like pulls his face really close you got <laughs> you got one chance i want that combing <laughs> i'm gonna go, i'm gonna comb you man i'm gonna comb you right now i promise and he pulls out a comb that's made out of whalebone. What oh. is happening? I'm combing this goat for dreams. <laughs> Xerxes <laughs> leans over to Stormhoof and is like, "I think we're witnessing something illegal." As <laughs> as you're as you're as you're combing with every comb, uh, Joey just goes one, <laughs> ba, two, ba. Yeah. Three and, at, and just continues counting. At twenty-three ba, this man just collapses asleep. Gone. Turns back to face the rest of the group. Your wool looks amazing. I rolled a fourteen comb. Oh, heck yeah. Mm -hmm. The ba. nicest, the nicest wool. Wait, does combing wool? Wouldn't that just make it frizzy? It looks amazing. There's like towers built. It looks like a skyline. Yeah. It looks the, like Tinker Haven. The mm -hmm. goat's natural oils uh, weight it down mm -hmm. and style it. Yes, natural goat oils, and then natural goat oils shaved into the sides. Thdd. <laughs> now, 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 now that it's combed, you can see it better. Mm -hmm. The Tinker Haven <laughs> Dream Dealer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Your world. No, it, clearly not. I have no idea what is happening in this exchange, but I'm here for it. I'm overseeing it. And just like the Lord above, I am regretting my creations. Bah. True that. Well, that was 
inexperience. Um, perhaps we can move along to this butler. I'm very curious about the behind on this butler. How good does it have to be for it to be part of your title? <laughs> what? He do be butlin'. I, do you know what a butler is? Well, I assume it's someone who butts. No, it's someone who bottles. And? You you take care of, like, managing the house. You, you make sure the servants get paid. You hire servants. You tell servants what to do. You're like the king's servant of the house. Oh, so this is like, this is almost like an ape thing. What? The one with the nicest butt gets the most authority. That makes sense. I don't know about the quality of his bum. That doesn't really affect whether or not you're a butler. Well, we'll see about that. It certainly can't hurt. I'm a little concerned that I'm going to get hurt if I bring you to the butler. It'll be fine. Despite this, you are brought upstairs to a room where there is a very prim-looking... Uh, gnomish gentleman with a waxed moustache, a monocle, and a pocket watch that he is looking over while clasping it in a pristinely white-gloved hand. May I help you, sir? We're looking for the butler. Uh, that would be me, and he's going to wave his hand in circles and bow formally. Uh, Xerxes, do you try to sneak around and get a look when he bows? Well, no, he's seated right now, is my understanding. So, uh, Xerxes will... No, he he stood so that he could bow. Well, even so. Xerxes is also going to wave his hand and bow, uh, but Xerxes, while waving his hand, uh, accidentally brings the butler's desk back to life. So it sprouts several vines, takes root in the floor... Uh, and grows a couple of flowering branches. That will unfortunately take several days to undo. Oh no. Well, our business won't take quite that long. Uh, my name is Stormhoof, and this is Prince Xerxes, and we are emissaries from the Feywild. And when he says Feywild, his eyes gets re- get really big, and he makes like hand gestures to try to... <laughs> emphasize it like little sparkles come out of your fingers exactly we understand that there is quite a soiree that's to be had here soon and as representatives of our foreign government we feel that it is only wise and just and fair for us to be invited as dignitaries to this engagement Uh, xerxes looks down at his form and realizes that it's probably more effective if he looks like himself, so he dismisses the illusion so that he once again looks like a full satyr with the deer antlers. Huzzah! Do you by chance have credentials of your... He looks up at over at Xerxes. Royalty. Oh, yes. Uh, right here. And Xerxes... Uh, kind of, like, strokes his antlers a little bit. Please do not do that in my presence again. I, you asked, those are my credentials. I am the son of the King of Stags. He looks over at, at Stormhoof. 
He is. He looks over at Joey. Uh Joey has now uh uh kind of like went wide-eyed and then has now is now like sort of kneeling his front two legs down. Uh I I'm sorry, uh my prince. You're not he's not the king of goats, he's the king of stags. Is there a king of goats, Alex? Yes! I feel like there's overlap here. <laughs> yes, there's a king of goats. <laughs> there's a king of goats? Yes. What a banana. I mean, I but there's probably there is... a very close alliance between the king of goats and the king of stags, though, right? Like a couple of couple of guys with big horns just hanging out, doing guys with big horns stuff. <laughs> they started a band called the Hoof and the Horn. Mm. The Hoof and the Horn honestly sounds more like a tavern. Well, yeah, they where s- this band plays. Yeah, exactly. They <laughs> they, they started the tavern. Yeah, they started the tavern so they could have a venue to play because nobody else would let them. It's like Warbar. <laughs> they have the hoof and the horn you. so <laughs> you can always show him the portal that would make him believe well I'm moist magic <laughs> I'm concerned that after the damage I've just done to this man's desk that opening a portal to the Feywild could cause more severe problems he, the butler looks well, given what you've done to my desk, and the fact that one of the most feared entities in the city is bowing to you, I'm going to go ahead and believe you. I'll allow it. <laughs> He's going to open the desk with, a, with a, a locked drawer in the desk with a key and pull out a pristine white envelope sealed with a red wax seal and hand it over. All of the information that you will need is going to be within that invitation. We do require that you come in costume with no mask. You will not be allowed to enter. I'm, I'm sorry, hold on. Are you saying that we need to come in costume with no mask? Or that we need to come in costume and we need a mask or will not be allowed to enter? The second one, sir. Hmm. I wonder if I've got any good masks at home. I'll figure that out. He looks over at Stormhoof. Will you be attending him? Of course, he never goes anywhere without me. Why, I'd be, I'd be simply beside myself if it wasn't for Stormhoof joining me on these adventures. I, of course. You will see a provision for a plus one there. Is there anything else I can do for you, gentlemen? Um, we may need lodgings. Is there, could you direct us to, uh, some, some place worthy of our stations? There is a lovely hotel, uh, not far from this manor. It was actually built, uh, with the intention of housing Lord Aethertwine's guests. Oh, delightful, delightful. And what was your name again? Uh, my name is Simone. Simone the butler. Yes, sir. My mother named me Simon, but I thought it deserved a little more pizzazz, as it were. I see. Simone, some cough. (laughs) And some die. And some don't dream. Thank you.
Pro Roll is a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production and all original music composition is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alon. He can be found at The Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solinar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at Black Cloak DM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> okay, that's that's the end. That cre- <laughs> that's too creepy. That that stressed me out, man. <laughs> Stopping recording. The, the THDD is horrifying. <laughs> That's the idea. You get behind that pay curtain and we're going to scare the shit out of you.